Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs. The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour in this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. If you miss any interviews on this program, you can also uh, go to danpatrick.com and hear those. Also, listen on the podcast. If you missed Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel, he joined us about 20 minutes ago. I think it's must listen because of what's going on in South Florida. And he's looking at winds approaching 160 miles per hour, a storm surge and uh, flooding. Uh, He thinks this could be one of the worst hurricanes in the history of South Florida. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. Sunday night, it'll be Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa, weather permitting. Buccaneers are going to Miami to practice this week. And then coming back, that game will be on Peacock and NBC Sunday at 7 Eastern. Dolphins-Bengals coming up tomorrow night in Cincinnati. And uh, we're going to talk to Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback, about this whole procedure, the process for uh, Tuatonga Vailoa, the investigation. And nobody's really talked about the severity of a back injury that would have that create that reaction 
from Tuatonga Bailoa. It's like, huh, he didn't have a concussion. Well, how bad's the back if that's how it affected you? It's like, nope, he didn't have a concussion. Does he have a back injury, an issue? Uh, Tua talked about it, and as he gets ready for the Cincinnati Bengals. I've, I've been up here getting treatment, uh, doing everything I can to get, you know, as close to 100% as possible. So, yeah, that means, you know, after all of this, you know, staying as long as I have to. I don't know what the injury is. I know that he got injured maybe on a quarterback sneak, but I'd be curious, is this something that was existing? Did it just happen? Is it there? Is there any long-term prognosis here? But it wasn't a concussion. It's like, who cares what else he's got? He doesn't have a concussion. So nobody did anything wrong here. Nobody was involved in anything nefarious here with uh, Tua Tonga Bailoa. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. So we'll talk to Albert Breer. Also, the turf at uh, MetLife Stadium, the Giants Stadium. Uh, You had uh, one of their players, Sterling Shepard, who is out for the year. Uh, He's got a, uh, is it a torn ACL? Yeah. Or is it a PCL? You know where he grabbed? I thought that it was his PCL, but he's out for the year. Odell Beckham Jr. tweeted about how bad this turf is. Uh, Albert Breer has a story on that. He'll join us uh, coming up. And if you've ever been on some of these fields, and I, I go back to a, I, I was at the vet, and that's the worst football. I can't even call it a football field. It was like green concrete. But these guys playing on that and playing in cold weather, and I don't know how they did it. When, when you get hit and you fall, now I'm not talking about, hey, we got to have padded walls like NASCAR or Major League Baseball, but it should be some kind of, I'm not going to make something worse because of the actual turf. You know, if I get hit, I get hit. I could get hurt. But it shouldn't be the worst hit or the impact is from the turf, not necessarily from the person who hit me. And the vet, that is the worst playing field, artificial playing field that I was ever around. Yeah, Paul. If you watch the play, it's so benign. It's, he's away from the play running a, I guess, a streak pattern. Yeah, yeah. He's clearly not involved in the play. He's hitting the brakes lightly. He's jogging down the field, and you can't really see a seam in the turf or any issues, but you can't really see that on TV. There were some stats that were sent around that uh, field turf, whatever you call it, stadium turf. Yeah. It's a 28% higher rate of non-contact lower extremity injuries yeah. than on grass. Yeah. But I go back to the Boston Garden. So here's a basketball floor. It had these gaps in the parquet floor where you're going, first time I ever went there. So this is back in the mid-'80s, covering the Celtics, going to the NBA Finals. I thought, man, I'm here at the Boston Garden. I'm on the parquet floor. Nobody's around. I've got to shoot a couple of jumpers, wait for Bird to get out here. And then I went out, and I, I, I saw these gaps in the parquet floor. I'm thinking, it, it's amazing that nobody ever got hurt, seriously hurt, with just that. But that's one of the, you know, hollowed grounds, legendary places. And it was just like, wow, that's not good. Yeah, see? It seems like the MetLife turf in particular is called out as being particularly bad. There's uh, articles that have just a whole bunch of uh, of of 
a list of injuries. And yeah. even in you know 2020, the players so union uh, asked for them to remove that turf and put in something new. Yes. So, uh, I this is where the players' association needs to get involved more because there are certain turfs. Like remember Washington. Like every year around December, January, it was just, well, January would mean they were in the playoffs. So December, it was just sloppy. And and players would talk about they were worried about their safety there. It's just certain places where it's got to, you have to have something that is going to ensure that somebody is not going to get hurt. And not get hurt because of your turf. Yeah, Paul. I'm reading a little bit more about this, and, Players would actually prefer, I saw an article where players would prefer a bad grass field over turf. Yeah. Like the Chicago Bears field is a mess. It's always soupy and sloppy, and got, but it's grass. And they say there's, got, there's always give to it. It doesn't have catches that make your, 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 your ankle do unnatural things. And grass is so much more natural, and it's very unlikely you'll have a, a turf grab. What's the poll question we're going to go in the final hour there, Seton O'Connor? Dan, this one's actually brought to you by uh, Suns head coach Monty Williams. Mm. Is it odd that a coach doesn't <laughs> speak to his players in the offseason? No, it's perfectly normal, or yes, very odd. Okay, DeAndre Ayton says he hasn't spoken to his head coach since last year's final game in the playoffs. Any other players not speak to their head coach Monty Williams in the offseason, Seton? According to Monty, yes, many. He's like, there's a bunch of players I haven't spoken to this offseason. No, no big deal. Okay. What? It's a big deal because there was an altercation between Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton. But I would want to know from Monty Williams, if, I, if, if I'm there asking questions, I would say, when's the last time you spoke to DeAndre Ayton? Uh, that would be uh, last year, final game of the playoffs. How many times did you reach out to talk to him in the offseason? That's the home run answer there. Yes, he not to mention the other headlines that have been happening within the Suns yeah. organization. Just want, hey guys, just want to check in, see if you're good with uh, some of the headlines that have been. You don't have to make around. that many phone calls on a basketball team, but I would think, soon as this happens with your owner, my first call is to Chris Paul. Chris, let's talk. Let's get together. Find out what we want to do as a team. Maybe they did. I would call Devin Booker. I would also make sure that I spoke to DeAndre Ayton just to say, I don't want anything to carry over into this season. Let's talk. But I would have waited maybe a week after the postseason ended, and I would have said, I mean, I'm shocked at this. You know, maybe Greg Popovich wouldn't do this, but you're Monty Williams. You're, you're a, you know, a player's coach. You know, you're approachable. You're always, you know, I, I, I'm shocked. Because I would want to know where DeAndre Ayton's headspace is. Because he might be like, I'm not calling you. He, he's got to call me. And then Monty Williams can't have that same kind of approach to this. He's got to be like, I'm the coach. Let me find out where he is on this. I'm shocked. I truly am. Yeah, Paul. I read a little bit more about this. It, it appears that Ayton wasn't just like back in the Bahamas and not available to be met with. Aiton has spent, spent the past three or four weeks in the Suns' facility leading up to training camp. Williams said he purposely decided to leave players alone this summer to give them space. So they could have even ran into each other at the facility and they didn't have that talk. No, I, I, I... How about I have one conversation with you and then I'll give you all the space you need? I, I got I to address this. Is this something that, hey, we're, we're just not going to talk about it? As we move forward, we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah, more. 
That means you're asking for a real big blow up on the bench during a game where they're not doing well. Yeah, and Monty gets on DeAndre one time. I just don't like that. Doesn't make sense. Does not does not make sense. Yeah, see. Especially since, like you said, you had all of this time to just put, if there is anything there, just put it to bed. You could have done that months ago. Anytime you've ever had one of these moments with your wife and then you don't talk about it, and then you don't talk about it, and then are we going to talk about this? It's gotten worse. It never gets better. You never go, you know what? Forget about it. You know, so what? You know, that happened. No big deal. It never happens that way. All right, well, at least the Phoenix Suns will have a new owner. I, you know, great. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Yeah, I'm pulling. I think I'd rather have these problems on the Suns. The coach and the player not <laughs> chatting too much during the summer. Those are somewhat mediocre problems. We've been talking about Aaron Judge getting intentionally walked. He was uh, walked four times last night, so he's homerless now, seven consecutive games. And uh, he's been walked 11 times in 30 plate appearances since his last home run. Uh, I've been saying all morning long, I'm not blaming the pitchers. I'm going to blame the hitter or hitters behind Aaron Judge. Because if you're hitting, chances are they're going to pitch to Aaron Judge. Most career innings pitched without an intentional walk. Anybody want to guess which pitcher has the most innings where he never issued an intentional walk? Yes. No way in hell Nolan Ryan is doing that garbage. Second on the list. 5,386 innings. Nolan Ryan never issued an intentional walk. No No way. Hell no. Yeah. He walked enough guys without trying to intentionally walk. Careful. That is true. (laughs) And I love Nolan Ryan. Yeah. He didn't have to intentionally. Okay. This pitcher. And, you know, next time I talk to Nolan Ryan, I'm going to have him drill you with a pitch. Thanks. And I'm going to guess he could still throw at least 85. Easily. All right. This pitcher pitched 5,404 innings. Without issuing an intentional walk. Todd, I'm going to go to you first. Tom Sieber. No. Seton already guessed Nolan Ryan. Marv. Cy Young. Cy Young is no. No, Cy Young is not on there. Paulie. Based off the Nolan Ryan rationale, I'm going to go Bob Gibson of the Bob Cardinals. Bob Gibson. No. Sandy Koufax. No. Rhubarb Baker? For, no. Rhubarb Baker? Made up name. Three Finger Brown? No. Juan Marichal? No. So Nolan Ryan is second. Gaylord Perry is third. Don Sutton, fourth. Steve Carlton, fifth. Greg Maddox is sixth. All pitched over 5,000 innings and never, in, never issued an intentional one. This is the era that I grew up in. Phil Necro had the most innings. Without issuing an intentional walk. What a boss. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that one stat of the day. See, I grew up when pitchers were pitchers, not throwers. Now, Nolan Ryan was a thrower, and he became a pitcher. Greg Maddox was a thrower, became a pitcher. Yes, yes. Yeah, but those guys were obviously selfish and didn't care about the game because if they had done the right thing for the team to win, mm. they would have intentionally walked some of those great sluggers they faced. Uh, yes, Paulie. Necro was too busy trying out new types of sandpaper to worry about No, walking. that was his brother. <laughs> oh, my bad. That was his brother. Oh, the mail file with Joe. <laughs> oh, too soon. Uh, he just goes like this. 
Oh, just but he flicks it. <laughs> he wasn't no, there. no, he, he had his hands in his yeah, yeah, pockets, yeah, yeah. and he went like, "I don't have anything to show you." I didn't put that nail file there. Yeah, and the umpire turns his head, watching in slow motion, hitting the ground. Best it, video of all. It time. does float away like this nail file, and he's like, "I, I don't have anything." And all of a sudden, you just go, "No, you don't." It's right there on Not the ground. My fault. Blew its nail file night. Someone threw it on the ground. Here's something for you to. Uh, Factor in. I know, you know, Pete Rose not getting into the Baseball Hall of Fame. But his all-time hit record, for somebody to approach this, there's certain records where you go, that'll never be broken. Let's say you get 200 hits per year for 21 years. You still wouldn't break Pete Rose's all-time record. Only one baseball player has ever had 10 years with 200 hits. That player, Pete Rose. So you're asking somebody to do it 21 years, getting at least 200 hits, and you're still not going to be surpassing Pete Rose. I don't think anybody's going to get that record. Uh, I don't think so. Plus, you know, the home run era. Well, wait, is the home run era over? Or is it back? I don't know if it's over or back because... If, you know, we've talked to these baseball guys, and they'd be like, "No, no, they deaden the ball." You know, they want they want more like hit and runs and stolen bases. And I'm like, "Does that make Aaron Judge's season even more impressive if they did try to deaden the ball?" Dead ball era. Yeah, <laughs> the dead ball. Era. If they're not going to pitch to him, it doesn't matter how dead the ball is. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, I said. All right, man, you are tough today. You are picking on Nolan Ryan. Yes, it is. You are. <laughs> Imagine the walks and the intentional walks. How many Nolan Ryan would have if he did both? They have like thousands of walks. He didn't intentionally walk anybody. No, because he was too busy. He struck out 19 and walked 14. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the infield and outfield <laughs> would just be sleeping because the ball's never been played. Albert Breer is going to join us coming up here. We'll talk some football with him back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. If you own a business, we know it's been a bumpy ride. But let's say you have five or more employees and manage to survive COVID. You could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. And once again, it's not a loan. It's a refund of your taxes. And the challenge is getting your hands on it. But this is where GetRefunds.com comes in handy. They have a team of tax attorneys. They put together highly trained. This is a little-known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned over a billion dollars to businesses. And maybe they can help you out as well. This is what happens. No charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that you get. So you get paid, they get paid. Businesses of all types can qualify, even those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. Find out if your business qualifies. Go to GetRefunds.com. Click on Qualify Me and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. So don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. Update our poll results. You know, these owners spend 
Well, the taxpayers spend billions of dollars building these stadiums, and then you wonder, how much are they spending on the actual field? And there are certain stadiums that have a bad reputation, and MetLife, where the Jets and Giants play, has a bad reputation. Uh, You just had uh, one of the Giants, Sterling Shepard, who's out for the year. OBJ tweeted out about that field as well. Albert Breer's been covering this story. Albert, uh, how, who is the one who signs off on the quality of a football field when, when stadiums are built or even a week-by-week basis of, are these playable, are these safe? Well, the NFL teams, um, you know, really like are, are charged with maintaining that, obviously, during the year. And then the league office has people that approve the fields. Um, you know, Dan, I think there's a bigger systemic problem here for the NFL, which is the stadiums have gotten so expensive the NFL owners feel like they can't justify having those stadiums for just 10 dates a year. And so what does that mean? That means we got to put a million events in there. We got to put rodeos and tractor pulls and, you know, swim meets and all of this different stuff in those stadiums. And what you find is when you put a ton of different events in these stadiums, it becomes harder to maintain a grass field. So what do they do? They put down field turf. Um, it's happened even in places like Carolina, like where you look like Charlotte, North Carolina should be ideal for growing grass, right? But they have a turf field. Why? Well, because they put a soccer team in there. They want to have more events in there. They want to try to monetize the stadium. So a lot of this comes down to money and it comes down to money on the other end too, which is, are you familiar with the Packers surface? Well, I was there when Favre played where it was basically painted dirt. Okay. Well, what they have now is like this. It's like this synthetic, it's like a blend, right? Like it's, it's synthetic, natural grass blend. It's very expensive. It's very hard to maintain. It's, I mean, it takes a lot of resources, right? All the European soccer clubs use it, um, which tells you like that something's working over there. And then if you look at the Packers, can you think of like a lot of injuries that have happened at Lambeau, despite the fact that they're in northern Wisconsin, which would be a, a really tough environment to do this, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, so there there is a solution there, and I think more and more players are asking, well, why aren't more teams doing what the Packers are doing, and why would the Packers be able to do this and other teams wouldn't? Well, there's no owner there to say no, right? Like, so you sort of add all of this up, and you know, I had a really interesting conversation with Nick Bosa about this, um, you know, over the summer, and he obviously tore his ACL on that turf at MetLife. And, you know, he said to me, like, flat out, he says, it's BS that, that they're making us all play on field turf. Uh, you know, he's like, we should be playing on natural grass the same way soccer players in Europe are. He brought up European soccer players. So, um, look, the NFLPA's president, J.C. Treaders, brought this up. Um, you know, Nick Bosa, again, brought it up to me. I know he's very cognizant of the surfaces he plays on. If you look at the way the Rams have done business, despite the fact they play on field turf um, in their stadium, like Sean McVay and that staff, they won't let their players practice on on fields that they don't feel like are very high level um, for practices. This has happened. This has been an issue for them with joint practices over the years. Um, so there are a lot of people that are very cognizant of it, and um, I think there are a lot of players out there that do, that do feel like this is the owners trying to cut corners and make more money. Okay, so what's the solution here? Can you could Bosa sue MetLife Stadium? Like, can, can Sterling Shepard sue because of the actual playing surface? My guess is no, because I don't think the NFL would leave that. And I don't know for a fact, but, I mean, I, I would think that that is 
um, tied up in collective bargaining, which is, you know, part of why the NFLPA has a hand in approving the fields. Um, and, you know, I, I, I just, I, I don't think, Dan, that it's necessarily that there's not the right process in place for approving the fields. I think what most players are saying now, a lot of players are saying now, is that the bar isn't high enough. You know, like the process is in place to approve the fields, but is the standard for our fields too low? And I think it's very easy, again, for a lot of these players to look overseas and say, how come you see these soccer teams over in Europe doing all of this to protect their players and our teams and our owners aren't? And I think it's a very fair question to ask. Now, like in some circumstances, indoor stadiums, I like – I understand like why like you feel like maybe you have to have field turf, but even in those cases, like look at Arizona and Vegas, right? Like Arizona and Vegas have those trays that pull the field outside. So you can have, you can grow grass outside. Well, why wouldn't an owner want to do that? Do you know what that costs an owner? Costs an owner parking, right? (laughs) Like, so Arizona and Vegas, like, Uh I mean, it's great that they're doing it, but one, one thing I think for a lot of owners, one thing with a lot, for a lot of owners, I think would look at that and say, well, that's going to cost me X amount of parking spots, which is X amount of revenue over the course of a year. And when you add it up and you're trying to put all these events in a stadium, whether it's, you know, NFL games, soccer games, concerts, whatever it is, like you're going to cost yourself X amount of money. A lot of owners just aren't willing to do that. We're talking Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter, lead content strategist at the Monday morning quarterback. What did you see on the Tua play and then – the subsequent events. Sure. It looked really bad. I mean, like, look, like, you know, Matt Milano, um, you know, obviously was flagged for the the hit to his head bounces off the turf. Um, I mean, like he almost looked like a woozy drunk, like getting up, like, and that's like sort of like, I think what we all associate with head injuries, right? Like in the way that he kind of stumbled to the ground and it looked really, really bad. And I was very skeptical in the moment. Obviously the dolphins pushed out, the back injury narrative very quickly, like in game, they pushed that narrative out there after they'd previously announced that he was being evaluated for a head injury at this point though, Dan, like it's just, it's something very sinister would have to be at work for this still to be for, for, for them still to be covering something up because like, you'd have to have people, the league office, people in the dolphin staff, people, um, the independent, um, you know, concussion spotter, um, Tua himself, like there would have to be so many people complicit at this point in covering this thing up. I just think it's more likely that this was a like a, just a bad coincidence where Tua really did have a back injury, and um and 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 his head happened to bounce off the turf, and that he tweaked his back that way. Um, you know, I, again, like I, I think it's right to be skeptical, and the NFL has made its bet on this. Um, over the years, it's right to be skeptical on all sorts of concussion issues when it comes to the NFL. And it's great that the NFL PA is looking into this. It's just hard for me to imagine that there would be that many people at this point that would sign off on keeping Tua out of the concussion protocol with a Thursday night game coming. Um, like a lot of people would be putting themselves at risk in doing that to try to cover this but, up. But this, this is another thing. It's like he didn't have a concussion, but he had something to do with his back that made him react that way, Albert. Right. That right. sounds like it might be a little more serious, but nobody's like, what is the back injury here? It's he didn't have a concussion. Okay, but is there something else here that we're, right. hey, don't, don't look over here. We're just going to let you know that he didn't have a concussion. 
Right. And I, I mean, that's definitely a question. And look, like that's just sort of, I think that's the way these things have gone, right? Like over the last 15 years is that, you know, we've all been sort of trained and uh, they've made great progress when it comes to head injuries. I mean, they they were coming from a really low point, yeah. no question, but but they've made progress when it comes to head injuries. And I think we've all been sort of trained in our head to think football players can play through everything else but head injuries now. It used to be football players play through everything, right? And now it's like football players play through everything but head injuries. And I mean, look, like we sort of glorify that to some degree, right? Like we glorify when a guy goes out there and he's able to kind of fight through something. I think we've stopped glorifying it with head injuries, but we glorify it with everything else. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's probably part of just our, the culture of the way we like follow the sport. We cover the sport now where it's like, don't make a guy a hero for playing through a head injury, but make him a hero for playing through everything else yeah. and accept that just that's the nature of the sport that you have to play through everything else. I meant, mentioned this early. You got uh, Baltimore facing Buffalo, big showdown here. Uh-huh. And I keep hearing this week in and week out, Lamar Jackson bet on himself and just like Aaron Judge did. But I don't know, like, what is the end game for Lamar Jackson? What is he hoping to get that he didn't get? How much, it feels like there's a finite amount of money yeah. that he can get is it is it the guarantee or is it a Mahomesian type of deal? Well, let me let me just position this in an interesting way to you, where maybe it's not totally about the money for Lamar. Um, he has played, he has run the ball at a historic rate over the first four years of his career, right? And they deploy him in a way that no quarterback, even Cam Newton, um, has been deployed. I, I mean, in modern NFL history. Um, no one's ever done this with a quarterback before. And last year, for the first time, that actually took him off the field. His first three years, it didn't, right? And as much as like there might have been mileage put on his body and everything else, it didn't take him off the field. Last year, for the first time, it took him off the field. He missed five games. So I think most of us would look at that, and most players, too, would look at that and say, God, Lamar, you should really cash out. You know, like, just take what you can get now because something more serious could happen. What if Lamar looks at it the other way? What if Lamar looks at it because he's always thought differently? We know he's a different guy. It's part of what it makes him great. What if Lamar looks at this and says, you know what? I'm not going to mitigate your financial risk. Look at the amount of physical risk I'm taking on. I'm not mitigating your financial risk four, five, six years from now. Like if you guarantee the first three years of my deal, that means that you are giving yourself outs in the three or four years after that. And if this is part of the bargain that I've got to take on this amount of physical risk to play this position, and there's no precedent for a quarterback taking on the physical risk that I'm taking on, hell no, <laughs> I'm not going to mitigate your, your financial so risk. So this is just, he does he want a Deshaun Watson, $230 and I think it's million principle, but I, but I, think, I, think, I mean, Dan, like, like my read, I think there's principle involved here, right? I think he wants like, I, I and look like, what I can tell you is 100% what you're saying. Like, this is not about – like, one thing I know is this is not about raw dollars. Like, last year, they were willing to go to the Josh Allen number. This year, they've been willing to go up over $45 million per, which is where the market is right now. This is not about the raw money. This is about doing guarantees and structures yeah. – uh, guarantees and structure in a different way than we've traditionally seen quarterbacks done, which is what Deshaun Watson got, Right. And what's what what Kirk Cousins got um, five years ago or four years ago in Minnesota, and 
Lamar's asking the Ravens to, I think Lamar's asking the Ravens to do that without there being multiple bidders, which is the difference in the Cousins situation and the Watson situation from every other one, right? Cousins and Watson had multiple bidders, which I think is why it got to the point that it got to in those cases. Um, so like, but I don't think that this is just about like Lamar collecting every, every dollar. If it was to me, if this was really about money, the Ravens would have been able to find the number that Lamar couldn't say no to. Cause that's what this is really about. Right. At some point, the number would have gotten to a point where Lamar would have said, you know what? $150 million. That's good enough. I'll do it to me. Like, I'm just knowing a little bit about Lamar knowing about NFL precedent. I just, it feels to me like this is about principle. And if you really think about it, you sort of reverse engineer it that way, Dan, where you say to yourself, if you're Lamar, might you be a little ticked off if you're taking on the, all this physical risk and they're asking to mitigate your financial risk? You can see where maybe he would think that way. Yeah, I wondered about if you guarantee it. Um, but so you think the Ravens are saying, you know, we sort of want to guarantee this. We don't want to yeah. complete. Okay. And- well, so so here's the thing is like, and, and, and really the reason why things aren't this way. So I remember talking to, you know, a few teams after Kirk Cousins did his deal. And I remember asking, like, is this going to be the trendsetter? Is this like the the tide turner, you know, so to speak? And they all said it's – and agents too. They all said, like, it just depends on what the next contracts look like. And then Matt Ryan did a conventional quarterback deal, and Aaron Rodgers did a conventional quarterback deal, and we were back to square one, right? And same thing happened this year where, you know, Deshaun Watson does his deal in March – and everybody's like, oh, cool, could this be the trendsetter? And, well, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, uh, they do conventional quarterback deals after, um, after, after Deshaun Watson's deal gets done, and it seems like we're back to square one. So, like, I, the, what the Ravens were asking Lamar to do was a conventional quarterback deal, which is where things had sort of reset after the Deshaun Watson deal. And – it feels to me at least like he's the first person to stand on principle in this. And what's really interesting about Dan, I had a discussion with a really smart executive a couple of years ago who was in a quarterback negotiation about this. And he said to me, he said, my job isn't to pay him what he thinks he's worth. My job isn't to pay him what the market says he's worth. My job is to find the number he can't say no to. And that's effectively what the mm-hmm. Raiders were able to do with Carr. That's effectively what the Cardinals were able to do with Kyler Murray. And obviously, that's something the Ravens haven't been able to do with Lamar. I'll uh, get to this quickly and let you go. Thank you again for your time. Uh, you got it. The Giants situation with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, I think they've already kind of sent the message to Daniel yeah. Jones. Hey, we're not picking up your option. Saquon, do you want to get into the let's extend a running back to a second contract here? I mean, this is a faceless team without those two, but I wonder as they move past this season, are Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones on the Giants? I'll say no on Daniel Jones. Um, I'll say maybe on Saquon Barkley. I think with Barkley, it sort of depends on what the market dictates. And my guess would be that the Giants would let him go to the market and say, we'll work with you on a contract, but – like we're not going to break the bank at this point because he is a running back five years in and he does have injury history now. And I think it's, it's really instructive because I do think that they followed the pattern um, through their first nine months there. Like it's instructive to look at like where Joe Shane and, and Brian Dayball came from and that's Buffalo. 
And if you look at the way that the Bills built what they've built there, and I think everybody's impressed with what they've built there, they did have sort of faces of the franchise when they got there, right? And Tyrod Taylor was there, and Kyle Williams on defense was there. And they slowly transitioned out from underneath those guys. And if you look at that team now, look at the core of the team, every single one of them is a Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean guy, every single one of them, right? So, so much of what Buffalo did, they had good players in house. They made the playoffs that first year was about how do we transition out of the old era and into the new era? And so I think it's going to be a big part of what the Giants do in the same way McDermott and Bean had confidence in themselves that they'd be able to bring in the right guys over time, which they did. And guys like Josh Allen and Tredavious White and Tremaine Edmonds and Stefan Diggs and all of those guys, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. Um, I think the, that, that Shane and Dayball have the same sort of confidence that they're going to find a way to bring in the right kind of guys to be the faces of their franchise a couple of years from now. Final 30 seconds. Is there a coach right now already in trouble? I mean, the conversation is going to continue on Matt Rule and, and Mike McCarthy, um, I think, over the course of the year. McCarthy's, I think, done himself a favor in winning with Cooper Rush um, the last couple of weeks. So, you know, I, I don't know that that discussion is quite as hot as it was um, a couple of weeks ago um, on Mike McCarthy. Rule is just going to have to deal with it over the course of this year. Um, so that's one. And then I think another one to watch is, is Lovey Smith in Houston. They're at such a critical point for their franchise. And, and I, it's hard to predict a, a franchise will go one and done two years in a row. But you've got names like Josh McCown and Jonathan Gannon that sort of have connections in the organization. And I, I think will be sort of hovering over that thing. What about Cliff um, Kingsbury? He just signed through 2027. Though. I know. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked that they did it. I mean, that was the thing is that that was the bigger surprise was that they did those contracts and, you know, I think we all came out of that blowout loss to the Rams thinking, okay, Cliff's on notice, Steve Kimes on notice, even Kyler might be on notice. All those guys have new deals now. <laughs> and, you know, I think a big part of it becomes it's not just is the owner willing to eat all that money if he fires guys or gets rid of guys who have these contracts. It's also admitting you were wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it was such a big swing on Cliff in the first place in 2019 and they made the playoffs last year and they've made progress over three years. Like you, 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 you make that decision, you make the progress, you double down. If you're Michael Bidwell, are you willing to admit mm. that you were wrong? I think that's a big part of it. And I think that could be a factor in the rule thing too. I mean, honestly, like David Tepper took a awfully big swing in giving Matt rule a seven year contract, um, you know, in 2020, when does he get to the point where he's willing to admit he's wrong? I think that's a factor in these sorts of situations where coaches have so much term left on their contracts. Thanks again, Albert. You got it, Dan. That's Albert Breer. He is the Monday morning quarterback. MMQB.com. We'll take a break. Phone calls coming up. Close up shop after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there. Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Final results of the poll question this day in sports history. Drew Brees is going to join us on the program tomorrow. Make sure you check out the tailgate bundle, the dog treats that we have. Go to danpatrick.com. Got uh, replenishing the candles, also the uh, Velro wallets. Got some new uh, football T-shirts for you to wear on Saturdays there. A lot of great stuff there. Uh, We have some Jets news. Let me go to the newsroom, and let's bring in Paulie. Yeah, Jets got their quarterback back. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Zach Wilson's coming back. He's medically cleared. And he will start on Sunday. Who do the Jets play on Sunday? Yes, Todd. I don't know who they play on Sunday, but I wanted to use the line. He got the gangrene light to play. Hmm. No? You'd rather know who the Jets are playing. Yeah. Which would require me, like, looking at the schedule. Yeah. But, I mean, thanks. I, I appreciate the effort. Yes, Marv. They play the Steelers, DP. Okay, at the Steelers. Thank you. Steelers. Thank you. All right, so Zach Wilson will be unleashed in Pittsburgh. He had a fun offseason, that guy, for his image. Zach Wilson? He did. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be ready to go. It's Mother's Day in Pittsburgh. Whoa. Hey, Mother. Whoa. Wow. Hey, now. This day in sports history, Paulie. I'd like to stay with the Zach Wilson mom, but hey, no, no, we're good. Steal some hearts. We're good. Uh, 1892, the first nighttime football game in the U.S. took place under electric lights. The game was between the Mansfield State Normal School okay, and the Wyoming Seminary. Uh, I don't have a final score on that one, but I'll keep you, let you know if they can. Wow, okay. The Wyoming Seminary, you didn't want to mess no, with that. No, you did not. Daytime or Not nighttime. on Sunday. Uh, let's see. The Atlanta Chiefs in 1968 won the first NASL championship, soccer. And Michael Jordan was the guest host on Saturday Night Live in 1991. Perhaps you have heard of him. That's it. Um, <laughs> where is that goofball? Prokhorov? Yeah. Uh, dicey times. Yeah, for, I know. Uh, Russian billionaires. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if he's on the front lines over there with uh, Russia and Ukraine. Where, where Did he lose a yacht or anything? I'm curious. I like that these Russian billionaires, like, they would just have their yachts parked all over the world. Hoping that they would, nobody would go in and take your yacht. It's like, uh, hey, I, yeah. Now I've had a car stolen before, and and you come out the next morning, you go, I, I parked right here. It's gone. I don't know if they come out of their apartment and they go, my, my yacht was here. Yeah, Paul, it got stolen. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. Yeah. Vodka humor. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Tom. I think there's a large club that you could put across the bow. They have that so you can't steal the yacht. Is that another one of those old references? I thought he had a good joke. He had a triple. It's a I went with the club. I went with the club around the steering wheel. I don't know. It's a standalone. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's it's just a standalone. Oh, that MVD keeps falling. Off. I know. <laughs> I, I told that to Todd. I said, you know what? I think Marvin might be inching ahead of you in the most valuable Dan in. He wasn't even sure if he should have shown up. <laughs> Thank you. 1988 on this day, Oral Hershiser breaks Don Drysdale record for pitching his 59th consecutive scoreless inning. 
Uh, let's see. Can we get a phone call in here, too? Um, oh, Nick in California. Hi, Nick. What's on your mind? What's going on, Dan? I know we're up against it. I'll be quick. I'm a little beat up. I was ripping IPAs at the Food Fighters concert last night, like seating at a nationally televised soccer game. But here we go. Uh, I did this <laughs> breakdown really quick. Dan, for you, Joe Walsh played with the James Gang. They haven't played in 15 years together. They came out, and, of course, John Paul Jones. Polly, for you, 18 bucks a pop on beer and a rush. Not much more to say about that. Seaton, Chris Novoselic came out. It was awesome to see two-thirds of Nirvana on stage playing together. And, Marvin, a little bit harder for you. Wolfgang Van Halen played, son of Eddie Van Halen, we all know. And Eddie Van Halen, famously, very small hands. And last but not least, Dan, this was a six-hour concert. Wow. So much like my good friend Todd Fritz, it just kept going and going and going. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. I think Joan Jett opened up. Did you see Dave Chappelle? He covered... Um, I don't know. Was it a Coldplay song? Yeah, no, think... no, Radiohead. I, he did Creep. Yeah. <laughs> but he's done Creep before. Mm-hmm. I just, I listened to Dave Chappelle's version of it, and I didn't think it was good. It's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, you are kind of a creep and a weirdo, huh? <laughs> What'd you learn today, Todd? Al Leiter wouldn't want to be that guy, but he wouldn't be timid about giving up a milestone home run. Seaton, I was thought you were going to say I didn't learn to shut up. Uh, wow. Seaton, wow. Seaton. Al Leiter had an interesting comment. He's never shied away from being not competitive. <laughs> not sure, huh? Uh, Marv, pitching around, Judge is smart. Paulie, Eddie Van Halen, small hands, good company, Marv. What we learned brought to you by Discover. Redeem your rewards in cash in any uh, at any amount, any time. You can do it. Discover, it's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out this show. NFL actions in full swing as we slip into week four with the help of DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They got big plays, big paydays, and if you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everybody can get in on these stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, every leg you add, boost your winnings up to 100%. Got big payouts, no need to bet any play sales. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. Promo code PATRICK only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Fritzy? 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms of DraftKings.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I, I even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.